we're northern and we're bloody miserable and the weather's fucking shit. Hello, salutations, noble eavesdroppers. It's uh, Phil here. There's no regular podcast this week. Um, I'm on currently on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. Um, I think the hyperdrive might have, might have a bad motivator because it seems to have dropped me out in the middle of an asteroid field. Uh, no sign of Alderaan anywhere. Anyway, um, I did a little podcast with Robbie from Out of the Blank recently, and uh, so uh, Robbie, in his divine wisdom, has uh, has uh, decided that he would allow me to upload our convo onto our feed. So I thought I would just do that just to uh, just to satiate your need for Armishness while uh, while I'm on this very important uh, diplomatic mission. Um, so do enjoy, I hope, you know, I hope you enjoy it. Do check out Robbie's podcast, Out of the Blank. He does a podcast every day, The Savage. Um, so loads to get your teeth into. If you've any spare room in your oral canals for podcast consumption, uh, please do check out Robbie's podcast. I'll, uh, I'll try and put a link in the description if I can remember. I'll just search it on uh, whatever you're listening to. Um, so anyway, yes, we're still alive. Don't panic. Um, normal service will be resumed next week. Uh, who've we got next week? Jack Allen, I think. I think it's Jack Allen next week from uh, Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence. Um, a sort of a rational conspiracy theorist talking about what's going on in the world. That should be cool. Um, I think that's all I need to say, really, other than uh, have a have a good week. Enjoy yourselves. Look after yourselves and each other. Don't have nightmares. Um, what did we talk about with Robbie? We talked about uh, transhumanism, um, <laughs> black pudding. Uh, I can't remember now. But, you know, it's fun and chilled and laid back, so maybe you'll get some, some value and it might reduce the mon- monotony of your dishwashing or uh, workout or uh, your big shop at Lidl. Okay, right. Well, I'm uh, I'm just going to uh, resume my mission now. I can't see all on. I might just go and check out that that small moon over there. Uh, okay. Ta ta. Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. He's back, and we have a lot to chat about, mostly because he is a man of Amish mentality, a man close to our hearts, close to our souls. Probably, I don't know how the Amish religion believes in if they believe in a heaven or a hell, but to each is their own. Welcome back, Amish Phil. Hello, Robbie. How are you? I'm doing all right. I got a lot for you today. So 
Did you see oh, the hang scientist? On. Oh, I had to what? click a button there. It's saying, conti- conti- yeah. I have to give you my consent. That's what you got to do now. God, that's it's like Audacity. That's Audacity's new. updating. Oh, Smeg. Sorry about that. I didn't even did notice you... it, so I hope it recorded that bit. Did you, uh, the Audacity part, you know, Audacity's updating their terms and services to now they're going to sell your data that you use? Sell your data? Data? Everything, everything that you insert into Audacity to edit, it also can be sent and sold, and it's also for legal purposes is their fifth bracket that they added in there. They said for it could be used for legal reasons as well, too. No way. This so is because it's about can you um the major can you um um pay for a license from Audacity which stops that from happening? That's probably what they're going to add in, but I don't think it's what it's at. It's a bunch, a bunch of people complaining about it, saying it's terrible. That it's going to be used for legal purposes, so we can't plan any killings through Audacity. Who edits the killing recording? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's I, like a. But my buddy in Australia was telling me how uh, they arrested a lady who was Googling ways to kill her husband effectively just because she wanted the $3 million that was there. And I'm like, all right, like I get it, but who's doing a recording like, okay, I got to edit out this part where my mic made a pop noise. Well, this is it. There are different schools of thought regarding podcasting, aren't there? Some people do. They take out every sort of piece of dead air, every cough. Every um, uh, uh, every swear word. I mean, it must take like an age to do that. Well, we recorded at three, and well, it's when we started to plan the recording was at three. I edited a podcast at two thirty, and I was done. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? What's your your process for it editing? Depends on who I have on. It's like if it's oh, a right. if it's like a a cough or if I hear something in the background, like a large one, like sometimes I'll get like a nice, like a, that in the middle of when I'm in like a speech or something. So that I say speech cause I tend to go on these rants that last like 10, 50 to me, it's like five seconds, but to everybody else, it's like, holy shit, <laughs> take a breather. Um, but I yeah. wanted to talk to you about the NASA or the, not the NASA scientist, the scientist that talked about project human 2.0. Project human 2.0, which scientist is this? Oh, you're kidding me, right? What what have I missed? Oh, my God. I don't want to play this and then it get taken off the thing, but this is kind of what? important. Where, where, where have you like, heard this from? Is this from uh, JRE or something? No, it's not. This is trending right now. So apparently oh. a scientist came out and exposed something about Project Human 2.0. For audience members listening, I'm searching it up and I'm hopefully going to play it for you. But oh, my gosh. This is, this is going viral, is it, at the moment? On, uh, yes. Is it Twitter? The main um, source of mostly everybody's like, wait, Alex Jones was right, and I'm like, yeah, uh, is right. So this, I'm getting sort of transhumanist vibes off you. This is maybe um, some That's form what I'm of talking about. It's the transhumanism thing. I just got to make wow. sure that they have the. Don't give me a TED talk on it. Why do they give me a TED talk? What's what's, what's wrong the, with people? What's the context of this this thing you're trying to find? Is, is it a scientist talking at a conference or? Yes. A, right, right. But the source I'm clicking right now is World Star Hip Hop, so we might have to verify this one. World Star! It's happening right this very moment around the world. This is the plan for all of us. This is the plan for everybody around the world. It has something to do with a, uh, a topic called transhumanism, 
which is also known as Human 2.0. So what is that? I alluded to that a little bit earlier. It's literally the melding of your human, organic, natural-born body with artificial intelligence. They believe when we do this that it can be fantastic for everybody. It's a very futuristic way of becoming a human. Just if you uh, if you wanted to learn a new language, you would just be downloaded into your brain and voila, you know the new language. If you wanted to know karate, it would be downloaded into your brain and voila, <laughs> you would know karate. Sounds like demolition, it, mom. <laughs> it goes on for 15 minutes, but the title of it says female doctor exposed. Hold on, I got to pause it. Female mm. Doctor exposes Project Human 2.0, claiming people will be injected with nanobots. It says West Africans are being experimented on by Bill Gates. What are we living in? What are we living in, Phil? I don't know. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to take the escape route out, and I want to pour myself in gasoline and light myself like the guy on the Rage Against the Machine cover album. That is the easiest way to go. He had it figured out. Have you seen that meme? And it's, uh, it's like a swear jar. But it's a jar full of coins, and the and the sticker instead of saying swear jar says Alex Jones was right jar. Jeez, man, dude, I don't know what to do at this point. I hope that's a goof, and someone's not screwing with me. But that's there, trending right now. Is there a name for that doctor? Uh, let's see. I feel like um, I recognize the voice. That's all. I'm wondering if it's Dr. someone. Dr. Carrie Maj- Madiji. Madiji. All right. No, I'm not familiar with that. Speaks out on wild conspiracy claims. So maybe I just played misinformation. Maybe she's saying it's not real, but did she not hear in the first four minutes her saying, hey, this is what's going to happen? I mean, she says something about melding um, AI with people with humans i mean that's what should, we know already is going to happen it's already happening the thing is at the moment for most people it's here the device is here and when you get sick of it you can go and put it in a drawer that's or, really weird that you grabbed it and it went off it didn't that was um something clinging that was um you got a lot your studio is like would give me with OCD just the worst type of nightmare. Like when too many things are around my legs and I don't have free motion of my hips, oh. I need my hip movements. <laughs> okay. I have the hip swings when I do my rants. I like to thrust with the hips. Yeah, I believe that is the preferred technique. So are we just like okay with like, would, do you want a new eye, Phil? Absolutely. I can give you a new eye. Absolutely not. But what, where was I going? Right, so it's a phone at the moment and next is wearables. So lots of people have Apple Watches and smartwatches now. So it's only a matter of time before they put it under the skin. People will volunteer for it. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to turn into Ted Kaczynski and go and live in the sticks somewhere away from all this technology, I think. I'm not, I'm not opposed to doing that. I'd start a farm of crocodiles and just have a bunch of them around my property. Um, for security. Or and just always, for... Always, well... I mean, for personal purposes. What do you mean security? I don't need security on my ranch. I got guns. You can't take my <laughs> guns away from me. That's the next step. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it, it depends who you believe, you know. Can I just build a house in the middle of Stonehenge where all they're surrounding me? No, I, I think it's a, a world heritage site. So, um, yeah, people would not um, look very fondly on, on you building a house in the middle of Stonehenge. I think Who's you, heritage? 
the world's are collective heritage. So then I can do it because it's part of my heritage, right? <laughs> no, no. Well, you, you're not entitled to ruin everyone else's heritage, Robbie. Well, I'm idea. not ruining it. I'm making it better. <laughs> I'm going to do maintenance on it. You're going to put a pill table in. It's, it's an improvement. It's kind of like, you know, when they have like, if they have people like, uh, you can live on the property if you uh, live in the shed, but you got to take care of the property if you're going to live here. That's what I would do. I would just build a shed and then I would take care of the property and then I would start crafting everything into my image. So slowly the pieces of Stonehenge would start forming giant Robbies everywhere. Wow. Uh, your own cult. What would be the, um, the requirements? What would it be like the Ten Commandments of the cult of Robbie? First of all, I like the word cult, but it has some dark undertones to it. So let's mm. change the name to community. Okay. I like that. It comes <laughs> off really, really well. Yeah, so it's inclusive, isn't it? Inclusive sounding. But I like a uh, community aspect of things. I don't want people to do what I say. I just want people to just worry about themselves at some times. I feel like that's like the hardest thing to do is asking someone just to worry about themselves. Like, if you got a family, worry yeah. about your family. But don't try and control someone else's life. That's, like, the hardest thing for people to do is just to keep, you know, their opinions to themselves. Ah, right. So not not so much look after themselves, but keep themselves to themselves. I'm making sure my phone's right beside me because if I say something in this podcast, I want to get advertisements for it. All right. So I'm hopefully going to get a, a timeshare in Stonehenge. We'll <laughs> be talking about it enough. <laughs> No, I don't know. What would be uh, your membership criteria? Um, how, how tall are you? Six one. Oh hell yeah, you're coming in the group. <laughs> Is that it? Just just oh, height. Yeah. I got simple <laughs> questions. I look at you. We accept everyone. I look at oh, you. Right. See what? See the most common thing about you. The obvious <laughs> thing is how tall you are. I don't know what type of hair do you have. It's not going to be like Hitler Great. style. It's just going to be freaking. I'm going to point out what you already have. So you're like, I have that. You're like, yes, you're accepted. Yeah. So you feel like you're special. You're the only person that would probably have that distinctive feature that I would say that everyone's like, how'd you get accepted? Well, I'm six one. That's mm-hmm. it. I had to have a 7.62 credit score. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. What would be the, uh, the sort of worshiping criteria, you know, uh, schedule? How, how, how often would we have to pay homage to you and your, uh, I don't, community? I don't want any payments. Do you not? Do you not? I think want the Mortal Kombat ring we talked about in the first episode. <laughs> Fight to the death. <laughs> oh, I'm not asking for much then. Oh, I won't fancy my chances then. Maybe Especially name if your everyone's a child after me. Is that a, is that a big deal? What's that? Name your firstborn child after me. Is that a big deal? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you, if got you... A, you can have another one. I'm not limiting you to just one. <laughs> no, we're not going to uh, China just yet. The, uh, okay. the one child policy maybe it, I get you, what it, it doesn't have to be the first name if it was like a middle name then I think I, you could get away with that if everyone in the, in the cult I mean the uh, community had a middle name Robbie what's your, Robert, what's, your <laughs> what's your plant spirit plant spirit yes we're not doing animal spirits of this cult we're going to have a plant spirit god I don't know any plants <laughs> You, you strike me as like a nice mahogany. Oh, a rich mahogany. A rich one. Um, I would say cedar. A cedar? Yeah. What's your, what's your rationale for choosing cedar? 
I don't know. It's quite an interesting material cedar. It was always very prized uh, in the ancient world. Grew in uh, Lebanon, you know, in like the Bronze Age and and uh, ancient times. Uh, they used to ship uh, Lebanon's cedar all over the place. They used it in Solomon's Temple. You know, anywhere that was, any building that was high status, they would use cedar. So See, I, I don't think of cedar when I think of Lebanon. I think of Dr. Serene Nymph. Yeah, yeah. She's great. on your show. She's great. She's an absolute um, star. It makes me wonder, like, I want to ask so many questions about aliens, but nobody ever wants to give me a straight answer. Well, you know, NASA won't give you a straight answer. I have a guy that's coming on the show who has, like, 10 followers on Twitter, and one of them is Barack Obama. And I'm like, what the (laughs) I'm like, hang on a damn second. He's an astrophysicist, and he studies UFOs. That's his whole profile is UFO stuff. So I'm like, yo, come on now. Hang on a second. If Barack Obama is probably the realest president, that'll come up to you and tell you some real shit, besides Reagan, because everything's recorded with him. Uh. I think the problem is, I think Obama Reagan's follows, fo- well, apart from Reagan being dead, <laughs> I think Obama follows about 10 million people. So, uh, you know. Actually, he follows like 10,000 people. Really? But, hey, he's got 500 million followers. You yeah. would think that 10 million following and then followers compared, it's pretty good. <laughs> I think the point is, I don't think he's checking his feed for this astrophysicist every day. <laughs> yeah, he never liked any of his posts, but... I still think that's pretty that's imagine you have a profile there's like 10 people following you and one of them is Barack Obama that's a that's like what is what are you doing in your life where have you met this man well he gave me like a handshake outside of Capitol Hill it's like okay yeah I don't I don't get the Twitter thing I did try start using it a bit more a couple of months ago and sort of to try and post regularly and see if I could get some followers but you know I just do not have the time and I don't know how it works I don't really use my social media a whole lot besides to say, hey, I posted an episode in case anybody's not subscribed. And then, yeah, that's what that's what I do. And I use me um, um, the odd meme. I like posting the odd meme to Instagram. But, you know, it's uh, I try and avoid it because it's just, it's just poison. It's so poisonous. It's, everything's just so owned now. Remember when Facebook first came out, it was like, oh, my God, it's the best thing in the world. Facebook is like all these options and avenues to be as free as you want and say as much as you want. Now it's like I only want certain things up here, and everything's so controlled now. Every app to me just seems dead. Like before, it used to be alive where I'd be like in the middle of school, refreshing my Instagram, refreshing my Snapchat. Oh, look, titties came through. And then you keep going through. And then now all the apps just seem dead to me. I see some person put up a Facebook post saying, thinking about killing myself. And everyone's like, no, don't do it. And then I'm just like, just type, do it. Just type, do it. No, I'm kidding. That's terrible. I would never say that. But the Facebook is all about bitching and complaining or someone's posting right. up pictures of their vacation. I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. I, glad you're in Tahiti. Keep it to yourself. Is that anything? Is that mean? I don't think that's mean. No, there's it's this virtue signaling thing, isn't it? And uh, people portray a false sense of their life. They put forward like a, an unrealistic uh, portrait or a snapshot of their life on social media. They it's always like pull the they, shit. They don't tend to post the negative things. They post the positive things. And uh, and when you when you uh, browse through your friends or whatever, and everyone's posting all the positive things, it gives you an unrealistic uh, perspective on what is actually happening in the world, and you feel that everyone's life is so so uh, idealistic, uh, 
not idealistic, but uh, I don't know. I can't think of the word properly, but it, it raises used this. To f- well, you used to find bad reviews and you used to have bad things about things when it came to reviews for hotels or reviews for movies or reviews for that. And now somehow that's translated to, I mean, who writes a good review? It doesn't make sense. I used to work at a hotel and what we do in our free time is look up the reviews for the hotel, like great place, a family thing. I was like, we just had a heroin guy die here the other day. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Fucking family place my ass, you know, and get to see these reviews for places and they don't really mean anything. But the weird part is Yelp. Yelp lies with their reviews. They get bots to like people who can pay for bots to get review same thing you probably do for a podcast you could have reviews and people can leave you fake reviews that are bots but yeah. the amazon shit where someone put up all the amazon like the the horrible treatments of the worker conditions oh yeah and then they they had a bunch of like bots or fake amazon employees comments saying i worked here 10 years it's a great place and then one dude used mr dude perfect that one popular youtuber they used his photo in one of the things and everyone's like that's fucking dude perfect <laughs> and they realize it's a bot and i'm like oh my god it's like when walmart put out that sponsored ad saying it was a gay couple that were kissing and saying we love all people we treat all our employees and give them fair opportunities then anybody that's ever worked worked at walmart for the brief two months you worked there comments saying you're a lying piece of shit and that's what i like people calling out businesses on their bullshit yeah it's just um so easy to game the system that's the problem and so you you can't you can't sort of uh rely on reviews to give you a an honest appraisal of a product or a service and like you said with podcasts there's this thing called fiverr i think it is yeah, and, and people we get um, we get messages from people saying I'm a prom- podcast promoter on Fiverr, and I'll get you you know fifty thousand downloads or fifty million <laughs> likes or whatever it is, and you know it's not genuine people listening to your podcast and liking it. It's just like you said, it'll be bots, won't it? It's just a uh, software, but people must be doing it. People must be doing it. I'm not mad at people tricking and treat like finding a way past the system to make their business something that maybe it's not, you know, putting on a false persona, but I get upset when people take advantage of other people and do horrible things in the businesses that they do. Now that is some corporations, obviously, but like, I know so many people that have so many problems with different platforms. Like I know people that use a uh, Podbean. I can't do Podbean. My podcast is an hour, an episode, or two hours sometimes, and they give you what for fifty nine ninety nine. You get it one hundred and twenty hours a month. I'm like, fucking. I would be done with that in like not even like a whatever, like a couple of weeks. You know, mm. I have a week where I couldn't post an episode. Right. I see. We're we're on Podbean. I think. But I it's mean, good if you do like a weekly show, but not if you do like a daily one. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't know there was limits on what you could uh, upload or the length of your uploads. Everything costs money now, dude. Nothing is ever like just being productive members of society, trying to help a fellow person become whatever they want to become with the tools that they have. It's like uh, the ninja guy, the guy that played in Fortnite. That was a real popular gamer. Um, his name was Ninja. Mm. He always like dyes his hair to all these weird colors and stuff. Red Bull gave him a $50 million sponsorship thing. This was like about a year ago to do like uh they remodeled this whole studio, gave him this amazing studio like yourself with lights, but it's 
all designed by Red Bull, and it looks like a giant like game show type scenario. Like Steve Harvey would come out and read you off like all these Family Feud type categories. <laughs> um, had sex with your sister for five hundred, but yeah. you start looking at this thing and you're wondering like, why is Red Bull doing this? And then they were probably planning for this Olympics that's happening in the States over here. They thought video games were going to be added in. So they gave the kid all this stuff, knowing that they're going, he's going to pick them to represent him in the Olympics. Cause he's one of the top gamers and streamers. And then they never added the Olympics. And then next thing you know, Red Bull pulls out of their deal, just stops dealing with the kid. And then now he joins this other, like it was like a discord or some type of like, it was a new server that was coming out. It was a streaming server. It only had a few couple months that was, it was available for. I don't remember what the name was, but he ended up getting a $50 million or $500 million deal to go join that server and leave Twitch, leave everything. He, he right. did a whole press press conference where he left Twitch. It was a big event. Everyone was like, Oh my God, let me find your, let me find your gamer headset. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but he joined it it was up for like a month he was limited to only streaming on their service couldn't do his own streams outside of his thing then the whole company went like just shut down just quit so he he has free money and now he's able to work for whoever he wants which is a stroke of luck but then now everyone laughs at him because he's banned off his top favorite game it's like if i gave you the best game you were amazing at you got caught cheating and then you were banned from that game you trying to play a different game you're not good at you suck and then you're just pissed <laughs> off so then now everybody's just like making fun of him because all his videos are rage quit videos screaming at his computer <laughs> because it's not good at any other game right it kind of that kind of sounds like joe rogan going to spotify really doesn't it and uh, everything has a catch you know once you sign up for a, a sponsorship deal or you move to a big corporation because before that he was completely independent wasn't he you know other than on YouTube other than YouTube revenue you know he, he did his own sponsors he had his own advertising revenue and he could do whatever he want and I think that was the concern wasn't it when he announced he was moving to Spotify that is he going to start censoring himself or episodes, you know, or Spotify going to have a say in who, which guests he gets on, stuff like that. I think there was a shift, though, in the beginning, because that was seeming like a real possibility. Is they're going to change his show? Are they going to affect it? And then I think a bunch of people started calling it out in the beginning, like, why isn't Steven Crowder's episode up? Why isn't Gavin Ale- McInnes' episode yeah. up? And Alex the next Jones. thing you know, yeah, Spotify was like, all right, we can't do this because they're, they are way too attentive to the show. Mm-hmm. It's a risk, though, isn't it? If you, if you, um, even if you just rely on advertising revenue, this is well. We t- I'm sure we talked about this last time about donations and having donations rather than sponsors and whatnot. Buy me and, a coffee. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, it depends what you're doing it for, really, doesn't it? You know, I don't, I don't think I'm like making a product that I'm going to sell. It's just something that I enjoy doing, and if if you can get some support that at least pays for it the cost of doing it, then that's fine by me. You're going to be an interesting old guy. I can tell you that much. I already am an old guy. I mean, when you're like 90 with a cane, some kid's going to be like taking care of you and giving you jello in a nursing home. And you're going to be like, <laughs> I want talk to this type of person that believed in the universal theory of everything. And you're like, what? And then this, this, you just start going off about all this podcast you used to do back in the day where you've talked to these people that, you know, study these things or research these things. Talk about Gobekli Tepe that I don't really understand. 
Yeah, it's been in the news this week, actually, Gebekli Tepe, because the uh, the Turkish authorities announced, I think they'd found another 11 hills within something like a 100-mile or 100-kilometre square uh, radius of Gebekli Tepe. So there could be other temples beneath the surface dotted around. And I think they've only excavated something like 5 or 10% of the original of Gebekli Tepe itself. So... Um, a lot of work for the archaeologists happening in, in Turkey at the moment. Are you following this alien thing? Do you mean the di- disclosure? Well, that that was trash, Non-event. in my opinion. Yeah, I, I didn't really... I, I, sort of, I think I saw a couple of people's hot takes on it, you know. I didn't really... Everybody dropped off from it. It's like there's nobody that was pushing it before, and everybody's, like, not interested. And, like, my cousin's going around his... Uh, uh, what is he, Colorado, like putting up signs and billboards and doing all these huge giant advertisement, like thousands and thousands of dollars to be able to, you know, say, check out my site. I studied the UAP. He's trying to get the UAP disclosure release and get a petition signed to get the, a bunch of people to actually go with it. But nobody's really interested in the whole aliens thing anymore. I think it's just because they've kind of started you up a bunch of times, but it's like an ex-girl or a girlfriend that comes over and gets you, get, gets you going. And then right before they get down to the, the scene of the crime, they just leave. And you're like, oh, God, I got to finish this myself. And now it's happened so many times. You're like, I'm just not even expecting it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was seen as a, a damp squib, wasn't it? They sort of they'd made some statement that I saw that um, they'd found, I think I'm going to paraphrase, but it was something like, we haven't seen any... We haven't found any evidence for uh, extraterrestrial life, but we do have something like 140 um, occurrences that we don't have an explanation for. So it's just a bit of a nothing burger, really. And to be honest, I don't, I don't know what people expected. Did people really expect them to come out and wheel out a fucking an ET and say, "Yeah, it was this guy, this little grey I mean- guy." <laughs> People expect so many things, so I'm not surprised if people expected like a whole bunch of information release. I'm like, they're not going to tell you that. Like, they don't no. care that much about you. What? What? Oh, we have our promise to you that we're going to release alien. Oh yeah, give me, give me a break. I just look at it like I would love to be an extraterrestrial being coming down to this Earth and having like a TV hooked up to the planet and just going. What do you want to watch today? We can look at political cor- corruption and the fact that censorship is owning all these small town producers, or we can go over to the fact that everyone's trying to study us. They don't even have a glimpse of what the fuck we are. That sounds like intergalactic cable. Do you ever watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, was it season two? Where they did that shit, that uh, episode on intergalactic cable. All the weird stuff that's happening in the universe. I hope we rip a dimension open and then some bad shit comes in here. Like what? I don't care. I want a Mad Max scenario. Uh, you might have your wish granted in the not too distant future, Robbie. The way things. I don't are going. want to ever have to stop at a stop sign ever again. I mean, I suppose that's one upside. There's a few downsides, <laughs> you know, sort of like healthcare. Like what? And, well, healthcare. What healthcare do we have now? Well, we. I'm. I'm in the UK. We have free, <laughs> free universal healthcare. I mean, I mean it's not nice. free. It's not free. You pay uh, like twelve percent of your wage to it. Well, I mean, I, I pay medical insurance. I don't even have medical insurance, so it's like, what the hell is that going to? I mean, the thing is, is that there's no sort of upper limit. You know, that you don't get a bill. You, you just get treated, and you don't pay at the point of use. 
I tried to sign up for those programs where you get to test new medications and they pay you a lot of money. I was like, give me all the pills. Let me see all the pills. What does a pill do? Well, it's going to blend your DNA with an iguana. Fuck it. Let me take it. And then my eye pops out of my head. I'm like, but you couldn't find any of these places to actually do this in my area. So I was like, where do I got to go? Well, they're mostly doing them in Washington. I'm like, are you keeping me close to the Capitol in case I turn into Godzilla? I can just start wrecking shit. <laughs> Did you not sign up for, like, the Pfizer or the Moderna or a clinical trial? I didn't sign up for anything <laughs> that's going in my arm. <laughs> no, no. It's got to go in the back of your arm. I want you to stick it in the tip of my foot. Why the <laughs> tip of your foot? Because I just want the, the tip of my foot. Oh, I don't think that's how it works, Robbie. I want the pain farthest away from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's dear. a girl that uh, I used to work with. She's, she's on the uh, bone marrow donation list. All right. to donate bone marrow and she goes yeah if they ever call me it's till i'm in my 60s that they'll have a chance of calling me just randomly and i'm like right. what happens if you get called like that's kind of something you i'm on the bone marrow donation list and then someone actually calls you out on your shit and they go all right we got someone that needs your bone marrow you're like oh my god i was not expecting to be called in like a volunteer firefighter they don't expect to be called in it just kind of happens um yeah. it's kind of how i feel about the i love the fire department but it's, uh, it's, um, it's supposed to be super painful as well, the old bone marrow job as well. Yeah. From what I've heard. It's extreme. They pay for your hotel room. They pay for your flight. They pay for your food. And then afterwards, when you're sitting in your ho uh, hospital bed, because now you're in the position that the person was in because they took too much. Um, yeah, you're kind of like on your own at that point. Oh, my word. Do you know, it's I like that the girl that smokes the weed and she's deflated on the couch. That's you without any bone marrow. <laughs> God. <laughs> God, I think I've been so lucky. I've never really had any health scares yet. I mean, I'm not 40 yet, but, you know, you hear about uh, other people, you know, far younger than me who've been through the, all sorts of heinous shit, and you just think, crikey, you've got to be uh, grateful for what you have, haven't you? People that have heart attacks at the age of 30. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I sent you that video of this really famous guy. Um, I have to let me search up his name real quick. But he was playing the xylophones, and it was mm -hmm. like in the '40s or 1940s or whatever. Uh -huh. Dude, it's so good. Where it's like, okay, well, when did this guy die? The dude died when he was like in his um, what's his name? His name is Teddy Brown, right? But he plays like really good, like jazz, all this type of stuff. He died like at the age of 40. And this was like back in the day. And I was like, yeah, that was like the max age back then was like 40 and 50 years old. People didn't really live past that. Like you were seen as like a legend. Now we have people living to 118 years old. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Uh, but there are exceptions. There are exceptions. What, that you look like a goblin towards the end of your days? No, I mean, people, people like thousands of years ago having you know, relatively modern longevity. You know, Ramsey's the third, Ramsey's the second, I think, was 80 years old, 80-something. But it's the quality of life, it's because of the quality of life, I think. Would you we rather have, have a fast life that it was amazing, or would you rather have a horrible life that's a long one? It's better to burn out than fade away. And fade away! <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like both. I would like an in, a long and interesting life. I don't think that's too much to ask for. But, what would you call interesting? I think what I'm doing, really, meeting a lot of new people all the time and being exposed to new ideas. 
having a lot of um, conversations with people that you would never normally meet. And, you know, most people are, they're busy for a start. So they might have kids, the full-time job. Um, by the time they get home and make the dinner and put the kids to bed, they're knackered, they're tired, and they just stick on Netflix and zonk out until the the alarm clock clock goes off and they have to start all over again the next day, or they you know they spend half the life consuming sports, for example, or reality TV, or, or all this lot, and um, that's one of the biggest shifts I've had probably in my life was sort of being more aware of um, how important your time is and how you choose to spend it. So I do, st- I still do fr- frivolous things. I do gaming. I play video games, but it's one night a week for two hours. And I play with the other two Amish boys on the headsets. So it's not like I'm just playing, I sat in a room on my own playing uh, video games. I'm, we're communicating and socializing at the same time. So to me, what the that hell you got against it. people playing by themselves? Absolutely nothing. It's up to you how okay. you how you how you spend your time. It's how I play. But to me, that fulfills a different uh, need, psychological need. I just social social need. <laughs> I just want to play Minecraft by myself and drown every villager I create. Is that okay? <laughs> Is that okay to get my anger out? Absolutely. But everything in moderation. How many hours a week are you playing on Minecraft Drowning Villages? Maybe, I don't know. I used to play like every single day, all day. And then now it's like with, since I, well, when I got into the gym, it all translated to barely any hours playing on it. Um, yeah. Then podcasting. I mean, maybe tonight I'll play like 20 minutes of Forza and then I'll just go off the bed. I don't really, yeah. it's not in my realm anymore. It's not part of my world. I've cut it out. It's kind of like I haven't had bread in forever where I don't really care for bread anymore. Right. But, you know, th- what I'm talking about is moderation. Some some things, if you're spending too much time on something, something that m- could be considered frivolous, it becomes destructive. It can become destructive. So, like, if you're playing every day for four hours, you know, from six till ten at night, na- from six at night till ten, that's time you're not getting back. And, and what if you've done that for a year, you, you realize that that's, you know, a quarter of your waking life you've spent on video games. And I'm not judging anyone. It's up to you what you do with your life. But I came to a realization at some point, I guess around the age of 30, that I was spending too much time on pointless shit. And uh, you only get one go on this ride. Or so we believe. Maybe you get reincarnated. I don't know. But I started noticing, I think, I got World of Warcraft around when my podcast was at episode like 200-something. Like, I got it back again. I had it before, then I got it back. Because I was like, ah, you know, I have so many episodes recorded. I don't want to keep, like, I don't want to post two a day. I'd rather just do one a day. So then, next thing I know, 
started playing World of Warcraft, I went from level one to level 90 in three days. I did not sleep. All I did was go eat, work out, and then come back and play that. Like I was just doing that. And I was like, all right, see, I need to invest this energy into something else because it's not being productive in a way. It's cool. Sure. You get to play a game and kill some time, but I want to be productive with the time that I have because the time that I have, I feel like is, is a quick one. Now, you know, you'll blink and next thing you know, it's gone. My idea of like a relaxation or a perfect way is sitting and just eating a muffin and just watching the world collapse. I don't give a shit. I don't know. I, there's too much to get angry about anymore. I have to laugh at it all now. I can get oh. interested in anything. Yeah, you got to see the funny side of stuff because we, we, you know, we often cover a lot of sort of dark, darker stuff in the news and especially over the last 18 months, stuff that's been going on. Yeah. And you have to try and find the funny side of things. Otherwise, you'll just go nuts. You just go nuts. Sooner or later, you're going to be hanging out with someone, talking at a bar, really enjoy this person's company. And next thing you know, they go, they look over to you because all you've seen is one side of their face and the other side is just robotic. And you're like, oh, shit, what happened to the side of your face? Well, I decided to get the new Project Human 2.0 upgrade. And now I know everything from A to Z in the alphabet. Name me a letter. And you're like, J. J stands for... (laughs) Just in case you tried, you decide to kill me, I know how to kill you first. It's like, oh my goodness gracious, what is happening? I became a government weapon death machine. It's, it's only a matter of time. I think, did we say it? I don't know if I said it last time, but I spoke to you or whether I said it on our podcast, but the prosthetics are going to get so good that at some point... Someone is going to say, just saw my legs off. I want the, I want the Android ones. I, I told you that when I was talking to my biomechanical engineer friend. Right. Yeah. And she, I, I, I was bringing up the point to her about like people getting bionic legs. What happens if someone just decides they don't like their legs and they want to explode their legs off for insurance or something like that and then get new legs? Yeah. It's only a matter of time. And people will, will be queuing up. People will volunteer for it. But, you know, you can't worry about that sort of stuff. You can only look after your own boat. That's what I'm saying. I'm not worried about them no. doing whatever they want to themselves, but I don't want it to be to a point where I can't get a damn Starbucks because I have a, a normal human hand because now the payment method is a chip in your arm or the yeah. chip, a chip in your hand. Yeah, and, and they're talking about merging AI. I mean, that would put us sort of standard monkeys at a bit of a disadvantage, wouldn't it? I can beat the shit out of anybody with a robotic part. But what if they've got AI super smarts? <laughs> They're going to be one move ahead of you, Robbie. Come at me, RoboCop. I dare you. <laughs> I got a kitchen full of silverware I bought for seven ninety nine. It was a special on the in that one infomercial channel where they're selling knives. Oh my god, that's something we've we've uh, in, uh, not inherited, but something that's migrated across the pond to us. The old infomercials they didn't used to exist on UK TV. Like, I want to say 15 years ago, and then the, a channel, maybe 20 years ago, and then a channel called, I think it was called QVC, popped up. And it was a channel that was just wall-to-wall infomercials. And It's, it's peaceful. It's peaceful? Is it hypnotic? It's kind of like I don't have to worry about some person getting shot on TV. I can just watch some person sell me knives. <laughs> You, so I can eventually buy that and stab someone. Have you ever have you ever bought anything from an infomercial? No, but 
before my grandma passed away, she had her house was littered with things you would find on TV, like a mirror with a light in it. So you can do your makeup or eyeliner. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because I can do what I want with my money. I was like, good answer. Good answer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see the uh, attraction. I mean, it's got to be something you want. Yeah. I don't think I'm the target audience, maybe. If I showed you brass knuckles and I sold them how I would sell things, you would buy it. Really? Hey, Phil, you ever punch something? Mm. You ever yeah, want to punch? <laughs> you ever want to punch your kid, but you decide to punch a wall? Yeah, yeah. Well, technically, you're not punching your kid if you use brass knuckles. It's the knuckles that are actually hitting your kid. <laughs> oh you got to sail pitch it. You got to swing with it. What are people going to use this product for? If you have a bowling pin, it's used for bowling, but you know someone's going to shove it up their ass. So just go to that audience. I've got a bowling pin in here, actually. I think that's why I probably use that as an example. Yeah. Do you want to see my latest? Um, you moved it around. My latest um, purchase of memorabilia. Star tits Wars. on your wall? Hang on a second. Are those tits? Yeah, that's um, it's hand sanitizer. If you squeeze the tit, the hand sanitizer comes out the bottom. I, I always tried to stay focused on you or the King Tut with the El Poco Loco apron. Look who we've got here. Princess Leia with a David Bowie. Rebel. Because she's That's a rebel. Yeah. You had too much Star Wars stuff for me. I know, but I couldn't resist. I went to this guy's house. He was selling this on eBay. And uh, he lives, <laughs> as you do, because, you know, this is what you find on eBay. And uh, he was selling this, and he lives around the corner from me, about 10 minutes drive away. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll have it, cash. <laughs> I'll come round. And I went round, and in his lounge, he had a full-size R2-D2, C-3PO, and a Dejarak table. Do you know what the Dejarak table is? Yeah. Is is Star Wars that big in the UK? Oh, it's massive. It's not that big over here. I mean, this guy is obviously like a grade A Star Wars nut. But yeah, I've got or just a fan of Sky Mall. You ever check those magazines out? They got full size art. They had a globe for your like. It was a globe that was on a wheelie thing, like a wheelie chair. But you 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 could spin the top off, and it was a bar. Yeah, $599. Oh, my God. You can get it. You get one for a quarter of that price on Wish.com. Wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they have everything, but every time I click it, they never show me the things that I'm asking for. Yeah, I, I was looking into them for an year when I first built this uh, this man cave, but I got um, I got a bureau instead. So the, beers, the booze is in the bureau here. So... Yeah, because they are quite cool, those globe things. They don't hold very much, though. If you could design your... All right, so here's a little sales pitch for you. Imagine if when you're born, you get to design your own house when you become an adult, like over the age of 18, and that one house is destined for you. You will live in for it in the rest of your entire life. Right. If you have to move, they have to put it on a truck and move it. Mm -hmm. But it's your house. You get to design exactly how you want it. And then when you get married, you can get... Two houses combined into one. Right. And how old are you when you're doing the designing? Yeah, you're over the age of 18. Oh, you're 18? Oh, my God, it would be a mess. 
I would make it as fancy as possible, like leather sofas and couches, <laughs> like a business thing with a giant fish tank that has a waterfall. So then the waterfall goes down. And so like under the glass table where you set your drinks, but there's no, like the water kind of can trickle down, but it's a giant pipe. So the fish can swim back up if they want. And then it can be like a, a nonstop, like river of fun. And then I don't know. I would build some dumb shit, obviously, but at the same time, maybe I would build an altar with a giant statue of an owl like Moloch. 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 Like Bohemian Grove style things. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the owl deity, isn't it? I think that goes back to uh, Babylonia. Moloch. Well, yeah, there's a that video of all the heads of state of our government that were worshipping... Uh, yeah, uh, giant, and didn't yeah, uh, didn't nuts. Alex didn't Alex Jones try and infiltrate it? He took a he's the one that took the video and released it. Yeah, him and uh, didn't he take Joe Rogan? No, they were going to go. They were planning. Oh. Yeah, I don't think that's the weird part about stuff is like if someone came right now to you and told you that there's a secret meeting and organization of the world and you got invited to sit at the table, would you want that opportunity to see what happens? Absolutely. I feel like there's things you don't want to know that are happening. I'm I'm actually a member of the world economic forum. Did you sign up online? Yeah. It's always an online membership. (laughs) I've been a freaking ordained minister since May 14th, 2019. Oh yeah. My document, I just read it this morning. It says it on the thing. I was like, okay. I don't, I've never married a single person. It's been two years. Oh, why not? Why don't, don't you know. officiate? Nobody trusts me to give like a improv pronto freaking <laughs> marriage thing. They don't know what I'm going to say next. Oh, well, that's half the fun, isn't it? I'd be like, well, yeah. do, you, uh, do you take this person to be your lawfully le- Oh my God, let me tell you about the Chinese government. And I just start going off. It's like, hang on, it's my wedding. You're messing up my vows. I'm like, let me tell you. And then they just leave like Kramer stroking their hand through their hair. Like, what did he just tell us? And I'm like, exactly. Now you know. And I just dazzle my fingers and magic comes out and I fly up into the air. Wow. Isn't that what well, happens at weddings? I'll, I'll, uh, no, not over here. The quiet. <laughs> Oh my god! Would you not want to know if you got a, like an invite to um, Bohemian Grove? Would you not want to see what was going on there? I definitely would go, but I also think there's some things that if you do, like I also want to take a bunch of acid and go to Burning Man. But I would only do that if I knew I wasn't going to be alive the next day. I would want to experience as much as possible. Yeah, I think there's there's been that many secret societies operating throughout history. There's definitely something to them all. And a lot They're definitely of, connected. Yeah, a lot of them could be. I mean, there's sort of tenuous connections between a lot of them. So, like, um, um, the Knights Templar and Freemasonry, there's a tenuous connection there. And I'm uh, chatting with my buddy soon. Um, he's the last remaining descendant of Knights of the Templar. He's been on a couple... Actually, he's only been on once, so he's the second one. His name last name's Tremblay, uh, Vinny Tremblay. Right. But... Um, I'll connect him with you. You can have him on your show. Oh, that sounds cool. Is he so? As he, when did he find out he was related, a descendant of a, a Knights Templar? He, he did a search back, I think, a couple of years ago. I don't really remember all the details of the episode. But no. I remember him telling me he did a search back 
and then found out that his family was like a great descendant. Like not one of like one of the people that had a seat at the table, I would say, in the giant circle or like the, this grand order. And then like he started realizing like there's a bunch of stuff like we talked about, um, like for the government, for instance, it just seems like they're all working off an old manuscript, like a secret way to cheat the system. Like, you know, every game has a cheat code. They have the cheat code book. But sadly, it's like when you have a party at your house, you invite your friend and then your friend invites a friend and then a friend invites a friend. That's with our government. It's just a bunch of people that shouldn't be right in the seat of power, but they got an invite from a friend from a friend. And now Mm -hmm. it's been so passed down the line that they're not connected because he brought up a thing to me, which I didn't understand was that he said every president is related besides Barack Obama. Yeah, I've heard stuff like that about presidents being related to the Queen and and whatnot, and a lot of them being Freemasons and stuff. But uh, I, yeah, unver- I, I, I don't know if you can verify it all. So has he gone back and sort of done loads of research on the Templars? Then yeah, Once he, he knows found a lot out about he the was pyramids too. Right. Oh, cool. So he'd be a great one for your show because you could just ask him all these pinpointed questions of like things that I don't really talk about on mine a whole lot. I like to like, especially I don't just can't, I don't, I don't have any knowledge really when it comes to the pyramids besides when I talk to an Egyptologist mm. and uh, you know, the basic questions of it, but like the whole history, the research behind it, my mind doesn't go there. My mind goes to the Victorian era. My mind goes to Greek mythology. My mind goes to, uh, I would rather be interested a little bit more in Stonehenge, but. Yeah, that's sort of prehistory, isn't it, Stonehenge? We really don't know a lot about what life was like. This is the problem with archaeology is a lot of it's inferred. You know, it's inferred knowledge. They find things in the ground and then have to try and infer and extrapolate what this means, and it's so open to interpretation in that way. You know. Plus, I feel like recently all I've been doing is having fun by creating conspiracy theories and then <laughs> trying to prove them to someone that's never heard them before. All right, what's your latest um, homemade conspiracy theory? Okay, so the one I sent you about is different from the one I just made earlier today. So let me ask you a question. How many people have you talked to that played sports in school? Hundreds, probably. Okay, how many of those people out of the hundreds that you've talked to have had an injury, blew their knee out, blew an ankle out, blew a shoulder out, blew something out? Probably all of them. Okay, I think it's the turf is making the injuries. The turf is slowly seeing that you're going to be an excellent star next football player, and they don't like your look, and the thing just decides to break your fucking ankle. Right, so grass is sentient now, is it? I Back in history, they had plant perception. They thought plants could speak. Plants had thoughts and emotions. Uh, well, pl- uh, tree- plants and trees can communicate to each other, can't they? So not so crazy now, is it? I'm slowly convincing you. I don't know. You're not convincing me of malicious intent. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe it's not the turf that's sentience, but maybe someone can control the turf. We have artificial turf, fake grass. You're telling me nobody thought that they would maybe raise it up a little bit or lower it a little bit so much to a small fraction. Like when you're mowing a lawn, you notice the hill. There's a small little hill. They do that so someone's running. They're thinking the ground's flat, and they go to step, and part of it's raised up enough to where it pulls the toes up. Like when you're stretching, then their foot cracks, and they fall over. Ah! Ah! And their foot's up by their head. Like when you see those horrible traffic accident videos where someone's arms like 50 feet away from their body mm. what if it's not the turf what if it's the worms dude we're developing a conspiracy theory help me out let me finalize this so i can submit it to my rough draft yeah 
maybe it's the worms that are pushing the turf up. Do you know, have you ever seen tremors? we got to be careful here, man, because if we do this, there's some person out there like, they're right, they're right, my uncle <laughs> broke his ankle in 64. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Oh, dear, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had knee, knee issues, cruciate ligament damage, meniscus. In sports? Cartilage damage, yeah, from football. Soccer, from soccer. So... In what realm is this going to be proven wrong? Watch it come out 10 years later. Slowly, the manipulation of your coach in peewee football decided he didn't like your spunk. He didn't like your jive, and he wanted to raise the turf up a little bit. <laughs> you, it's uh, I, uh, Whenever someone says spunk, does spunk have another meaning in the U.S.? No, it just means like a funk to him or something like that. You got a little oh, bit of spunk to you. Oh, right. In the U.K., spunk means cum. <laughs> thank you for telling me i have a lot of uk people that that i talk to so when you say you, your little league coach didn't like your spunk that's uh, as it brings a whole new meaning when you say that in the uk that's one of the reasons he's going to blow your knee out is you shouldn't be blowing out all over the field <laughs> it's like uh it's like uh, asses and fannies Ass yeah. isn't a fan, yeah, yeah. What, uh, a fanny uh, is an ass, isn't it, in the States? Yeah. Right. Whereas in the... Do you know about the UK fanny? No. That's the twat. Fanny equals so, twat. See, you say twat over here, someone... That's called being an idiot. Oh, right. Twat? Yeah. All right. All right. No, a twat is um, the female genitals. The pussy. What about the hang dang? What the do you pussy. call the hang dang? The hang dang? Is that the balls? Why do you go American when you say that? <laughs> say what? Your voice just goes American. Pussy? Yeah. yeah, you sound like an American when you said it before. You said it with like a southern twang to it. <laughs> Sorry, I should stick to my northern Game of Thrones. Pussy. It's a pussy. <laughs> so brutal when you say it, too. It is. The northern, the northern English accent is quite brutal, isn't it? I think that's I why like they that, cho- I think that's why they chose it for Game of Thrones for the North men, you know, because they were battling the elements and the cold weather, and oh, we're northern and we're bloody miserable, and the weather's fucking shit. I like that. It's kind of like when Miley Cyrus talks; you could tell by her voice is so distinctive because it just sounds so like harsh. It's so like. I don't, it's so distinctive to her. Like when she talks, it just sounds like, oh my God, like you've been through some shit. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know if I wouldn't recognize not, her voice if I heard it. If you, if you, you would recognize it, dude. It's if you play that, like it just sounds so distinctive to them. Like I think my voice can probably be replicated for sure, but there are some voices you hear that are just like so distinctive. Like my buddy G, who was on here a long time ago, his voice sounds like the guy from movie trailers. Like when he talks, oh, right. it's like the giant deep voice. That was his normal this voice. Summer. Yes, that was his voice. Mm. It's like nuts. It's, that is a gift, isn't it? I think that yeah. you, that is a, de- a, a definite. I think it's a gift to have um, a, a unique voice in some ways, or a voice. Yeah, I mean, you don't want the common, normal one that everyone can do. No. Yeah, I would. Um, 
I think, yeah, I suppose I was thinking about impressionists then. They That's tend- what I'm saying. Trump, people like his impressionist more than they like the actual fucking dude. I would yeah. put a bullet in my head if someone did an impression of me and it was better than me, and then they like that person better than me. I like that, Robbie. It's like, oh, my God, I might as well just end it now. Yeah, most impressionists tend to sort of exaggerate the voices, don't they? They pick out certain idiosyncrasies, idiosyncrasies of the person's voice and then sort of accentuate them. There's very few impressionists who are really good and sort of nail an impression without over-exaggerating it. Uh, that guy, uh, Kevin Pollock, he's pretty good, isn't he? He te- uh, Do you know Kevin Pollock, the comedian? Mm-hmm. No, um, I'm trying to think what he was in. He was in, I think he was in True Lies <laughs> in 1992. But, uh, and he was in A Few Good Men. But he's really good at doing sort of like Al Pacino and a lot of the... Uh, classic impressions people do without going over the top you know like i do a, a good christopher walken oh yeah yeah you've never heard it before no oh my goodness the best part is when um he's talk- they were interviewing dave Grohl, and he goes what's your best moment about like uh, you know like working with christopher walken because apparently he introduced him in a show and he goes well he asked me when did we do the emphasis on the foo or the fighters and then he goes, we told him it was on the fighters. And he goes, now introducing the full fighters. And he does that. <laughs> and it's like the greatest thing I've ever heard. I was like, yes, that is perfect. Christopher Walker. <laughs> he's one of the hardest to do because he's, his cadence is so fucking batshit crazy. Like you said, the way he emphasizes words and the way, um, uh, the way he, he says a sentence, he'll, he'll put pauses in the sentence where they shouldn't be. It's like, it's just a weird, it's just a fucking weirdo, basically, isn't it? It's like Captain uh, Kirk. Ah, yes. From Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. William Shatner. There was a piece of evidence in a basement with a body and a, it's like, what what are you doing? The the pauses, bro. (laughs) I used to be able to do a really good Barack Obama, but then I lost it. Oh, you got to lose it, have you? Is it a case of lose it or use it? It yeah, it's kind of like you have to keep practicing it or then it just comes. You got to remember what the vocal range is. Like when I was a kid, I used to be able to do the whistle like this where you could cup your hands and whistle through your thumbs. Yeah. And I can't do it anymore. I haven't done it in years. So when I try and do it, it's like it's just so off. But it used to be so fine tuned, so loud I could have it. But like uh, Barack Obama's like, uh, my uh, fellow Americans uh, <laughs> gathered here today to uh and he just does that long, like, pause that's, type thing, too. That's really good. <laughs> I'm, I found out I have a Matt Foley, too, if you want to hear my Matt. You know who Matt Foley is? No. He, he was um, Chris Farley's uh, the living in a van down by the river on SNL, the motivational guy. Right. I don't know. I'll probably know him yeah. if I saw him. Yeah, well, Chris Farley's <laughs> dead, so. Yeah, we don't really get. We don't, SNL isn't a thing over here. Not, not you know, that's a very corrupt business. I mean, I can think probably the most famous SNL uh, scene I can think of from recent memory is the um, it's Christopher Walken. It's uh, more cowbell, more cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> and I bet if you if you if you asked a hundred people in the UK about that scene, maybe five would know what you were talking about. 
Imagine Chris so they never took off over here, SNL. That's thing. like, SNL is a really, if you hear Jim Brewer on Joe Rogan talk about SNL, I mean, everyone has a bad SNL experience, mostly because, like, Jim Brewer talks about he was writing a bit, and people would come in and be like, what are you doing, Jim? And Jim's just like, I'm writing a bit. And they go, oh, what's the bit about? And he goes, it's nothing. It's Al Pacino. You know, he's telling kids the story dressed as Santa Claus as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And then they go, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. And then they end up leaving, and then they go on set to practice their skits, and then someone's doing Jim Brewer's skit, but it's not Al Pacino. They replaced it with somebody else. It's a different, like, Steve Buscemi or something. And then he's like, that's my bit. And then they're looking down at a piece of paper while he's looking over at him, like, you motherfucker stole my bit. And that's what they would do. And they have the password to the server. So if you're typing it on your work computer to type in your bits, they see it. And then they steal it and use it without telling you. And he's like, oh, and that's what SNL. Is. It's a bunch of people stealing that. each other's bits. But they the don't really care is, about you. They don't care about making a product. They care about getting seen by somebody and then getting a movie deal or getting a record deal or getting whatever the hell that they want based on their performance on American <laughs> and 130 right. was so, from China. But China so just banned SNL YouTube. Is a China banned because I would have thought for most comedians that would have been the pinnacle at one point in time to get on SNL, but now it seems just a stepping stone to be like villains in a Hollywood blockbuster, for example. Uh, and there was a big guy. controversy um, but he got on SNL and it was when the last Star Wars oh, no, film came the, out um, and they had like, oh the three God, main characters and films on the poster and from, but he went on to make you know, he got on SNL now he, the character of Finn films on the he Chinese he got cancelled off the Oscars poster. he was meant to um, because he's he was black. meant to host the Oscars I think last year Ricky Gervais no. It's so strange no, what they I'm would Kevin consider Hart. like Hart, bad in their eyes. I mean, yeah, even I with you. us with I'm our right words, back. for yeah. instance, certain things mean certain that things in different places. Street, and it's just on SNL, how we it? view things. It's so well, creepy because I watched Jackie Chan's like story about why he kind of took a break on acting. He's not trying to get into any more acting roles. And it was because they always cast him for the same stereotypical thing. You know, a guy who doesn't speak that good of English and then just starts, it's always the same roles. He goes, I'm better than I could be anything. Be I could do that. And then it's just, it's so weird how media is now where it's like, like slow manipulation, control, slow brainwashing where you cover, you end up finding out why they said this and it actually means something you didn't even think it meant something. The thing is, there's so much money riding on these movies now that they can't afford to take a chance on something. You know, they have to get the bank. They, they want guaranteed bank. And that's why, you know, sequels are so popular. And it's just not just movies sports you know china china owns sports as well that's been shown with it was it nike who were in trouble recently yeah they um well that was like with the anti-asian hate thing they just asked because uh i think i've talked about this plenty of times before but america got a shipment of 13 tons of human hair um <laughs> and well trump and his offices they seized the boat and they sent it back and then china's called a china called us racist because we figured they they have Uyghur Muslim camps there, like these camps that are just people taken from their homes and put in there. And we knew that that's probably where it came from. And they called us racist and they, they cut off. They actually threatened not to make us masks because a lot of our masks were coming from overseas. Yeah. So they were 
saying that they weren't going to do that. And then Nike asked about their, is their uh, workers getting paid over there to make the shoes a reasonable wage to live off of? And then they called us racist, you were Asian hate. And then they, they just capitalized on that movement that happened. It's like during the uh, the Black Lives Matter protest. If you listen to the newest Joe Rogan with Tim Dillon, Dude, he talks about how nobody explained and nobody is investigating just the pallets and pallets of bricks that were sitting in the street where there was no construction happening around. And it's age of provocateurs, the people that the government hires to stir up something so they can start using brutal force to tear apart these riots and things. Now, some of them probably were rioters that were actually rioting, but that's, that's what happens when a bunch of people in a group start chanting. If one person starts chanting, everyone starts coming in you start doing it that's the whole point of it i mean during the capitol hill thing they were opening up the doors the cops were you're like wait a minute what the hell was that but nobody's investigating that shit yeah and you see them they stay they stay walking in between the red ropes when they're walking into the capitol building i mean it's not a riot is it did you see the video of the umbrella man during the blm riots the umbrella man it was a guy and someone was filming outside a store and just in the sort of in the background you see this guy all dressed in black black like a gas mask on holding an umbrella for some reason and he's got a claw hammer and he just walks along the shop front just smashing every window and the guy with camera runs up to him and goes what are you doing what are you doing and he just walks away just barges him out of the way gets out of there we know we know they do this these dirty tricks then why did people still say it's a conspiracy? The John Stewart thing on the Tonight Show, did you watch that? Was that when he was talking about the lab leak? Yeah. yeah. I had a person on here tell me it's it's bullshit. It's all it's a conspiracy. He's spouting I'm like, is it though? Shouldn't we look into it? Like really? Like how many the Australian scientists that came out saying it was bullshit or it wasn't possible that it came from that. And then not even a day later, one of the scientists talks about, yeah, it is possible. Like one of the people from Wuhan, one of the actual people, like there's defectors of people leaving there that talk about this is all possible. And you get one person that looks like they're reading off of a fucking script. Did you see the video with all the Zhao Jing or whatever the place was in China? And some dude grabbed every single one of these videos. It was like 5,000 videos. Dude, single-handedly, these videos, it's, I don't, I hate that I'm talking about this again because of political stuff. I try to take a break, but you can't suck me back in. Um, they're they're talking on a microphone. They go like this, on like a phone recording. They go, "Hi, my name is yada yada," and obviously in Chinese or Mandarin, whatever they're speaking. And they start reading off like, "Here's my name. This is my wonderful home. This is my wonderful family. This is everything." And it's a normal video of a person saying, "Our country isn't bad. It's an actually amazing place." Then some person took the 500 or whatever videos there was and made them back to back. And then he put up in the corner, here's the script name, place you're from, show your family, show your house, and then end with everything's fine. And each video followed that script to a T there was no improv at all. And even when they're kissing her own family, everyone's like, like eyes wide open, like smiling, like they're like being gunned to the head. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I don't know if this is just propaganda, if it's conspiracy, but you start looking at it. Like I understand this is a thing that happens over there in a totalitarian government. And we're not going to be able to change that. I don't want to change that, but I don't want that to happen here. Cause if you think it's not going to end up spreading over here, when a corporation that doesn't give a shit about you, they just want your money sees a better way to run the system where you fall in line and you do exactly what they say. It's the issue of power, power, 
power corrupts so much that when you have the power, you want people to do exactly what you say. If somebody tells you no, it's way better just to exile that person or find a way to get rid of that person. Yeah, we're we're, we're uh, what is it? Freedom isn't free, and you're constantly walking a tightrope. And uh, there's someone, I can't remember who it was, who said, if you want to know where the West is going to be in 10 years, look what's happening in China now, which is a scary sort of thought to contemplate. But, yeah, it requires vigilance, doesn't it? Because um, as we've seen over the last 18 months, um, given the chance, a lot of governments will break with conventions and implement policies that, previously they never would have even dreamt of they wouldn't have even considered they would ever get away with it but given half a chance and given the opportunity they will do and this is why you know you get laws in this country where the government's telling you who you can hug and who you can't hug it's like i can't believe we've got to this stage but here we are and you know we had a what about a million people protesting in london on saturday nothing in the papers, nothing in the media, crickets. Because, you know. You can't, the main thing God could never do is control free speech. So why does, or not free speech, free will. So why is it that a fact of a government's trying to act like they have the right to be able to do so? Exactly. It's the old, you know, (laughs) people will do stupid shit. You know, this this is why prohibition doesn't work. You go back to the first prohibition. Thou shalt not eat from the forbidden tree. And who was the big cop in the sky? God. And how many people did he have to watch? Two. <laughs> and, it, and it still went fucked, didn't it? You can't... You know, it just doesn't work. But, you know. I get the laws and things that are established to protect and do all these types of things. But when do we start drawing the line of what you can do? It's really weird the language that they use, too. If you notice, the word lockdown mm-hmm. has a different effect than saying quarantine, but they both do the same exact thing. Quarantine seems like you're helping, but lockdown is seen as like they're controlling you. It's very, very interesting how that kind of gets played in. And it looks at the words, if you start analyzing your vocabulary of the words that are programmed on your TV, things that they say and insert every five words or something you start to look at the fact of like that's really weird how that seems like that to me like for instance best with our language my language in this country means something different in your language in your country it's weird to see like they don't follow each other's scripts to a t but they kind of have the same basic template like when you're watching loki and you see the timeline and all the branches off that's like every country branching off their own way of trying to build off of something yeah, I mean, we are very closely related, though. But I do enjoy the, the sort of uh, the subtle differences. I've never been. I've never been to the United States. I've never been to the UK. No, we'll, trade lives. We'll probably never be allowed either. <laughs> I'll come visit you. I'll come visit you. I don't care. You can come and sleep in here. It's warm. I don't want to sleep under your tit dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. I'll call off a baby Yoda that you got sitting on your desk. Yeah, Groku. Yeah, he's quiet tonight, isn't he? He's not said anything. Hasn't said a word. Except for camera keeps flickering. Maybe he's using the force. I know. I don't know what it is. It was was worse last night. What can you do? It's the government. I'm so out of such an amateur. (coughs) 
question. Amateur? You mean amateur? Um, amateur. Amateur. Or, or amateur. I mean, it's French. I guess it's a French word, so I should say amateur. 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 I like the language of French, and I also like the croissants, even though I haven't had one in ages. But you put that on a nice egg Jimmy Dean biscuit, you're telling me it's daylight and night. What the fuck's a James Dean biscuit? A Jimmy Dean. Jimmy, is that not, does that mean, not mean James Dean? No. James <laughs> Dean is, is like an actor or something, yeah. whoever it is. I thought, I didn't know they named a biscuit after him. No, Jimmy <laughs> Dean. Jimmy, not James. Jimmy. What's a Jimmy Dean? Jimmy Dean's like a popular like breakfast sandwich company breakfast sandwich what do what do you get on a breakfast sandwich it's like an egg sausage on a biscuit or they do egg sausage on a croissant or they do mm. egg sausage on something else or egg and bacon it was like a really popular it's a really popular thing like frozen foods like microwavable quick easy to go meals but the infomercial or commercial for it was crazy because it was a guy dressed up in a sun outfit don't don't be sad try jimmy dean biscuit the sun's up and then he hands it to you and you eat it and it's like i think it was always his family he was doing it to they'd be like dad and then it was this got dad dressed up as I was like, dads were dopey in the old commercials and tv shows there was never a smart dad that knew like trigonometry or knew some type of shit no and your and your uh, breakfast um breakfast do you ever have something called black pudding is that figgy pudding Black pudding. Is that figgy pudding? Is that fig? Is that figs? I don't know what's no no. It's um it's congealed pig's blood. <laughs> God do you damn! Not, do you not have it? What type of breakfast are you having? I I had it on Saturday. That's disc. Are you putting on toast? No, I had um I had bacon. You're eating it out of the container. I I had bacon, egg, mushrooms. Fried tomatoes and black pudding. Why? Okay, I, look, I'm not even. Are you? So you're mixing it with the eggs? It looks like no, no. It, it, it comes in a sausage, like a really thick sausage, and you slice. I think I've heard of this. You slice it. I didn't so you, know what it was though. So it's pig's blood. You get a round disc, like a hockey puck, like a maybe <laughs> a, a hockey puck, but maybe half the depth. Half the height of a why hot. are why are people getting upset at Ellen for eating child's blood, but then we're not getting mad at people eating pig's blood? What are we talking about? Here? It's got like spices and stuff in it. It's not just pig's blood. But you think she eats child's blood raw? She probably puts something in there, like a a, a basil or a, t- a tomato leaf. Is this the? Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Is this, is this the adrenochrome? Yes. Yeah, I've never I've never gone down this rabbit hole, and I'm not sure I ever want to. You don't want to. Have you been there? Has no, it but you, start, you? you I've went, I've dipped the toes in, but then you start looking at people on movie screens. Like Sandra Bullock looks like a person that survives off that. Yeah. I mean, what is she, 50 odd? Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Aniston, I don't even care if she uses it. She's still hot in my eyes. Yeah. Um, I would take, uh, yeah, I would take um, Aniston over Bullock, I think. I think everybody would. Yeah, maybe you know, just I don't. I, I would like to when I'm doing it. You I'd, know what I mean? I don't want to be scared. I'd like to eat black pudding off her belly. <laughs> I'd rather have something completely different. Um, black pudding just <laughs> sounds awful. It's delicious. You just love it. 
Now, sounds this- like it, if you tried swallowing it just normally, like put it in your mouth, it's like a gusher, but at the same time, it probably feels really weird. No, it's it's it's, it's basically just a hockey puck of congealed pig's blood fried. You'd, you'd you love it. Like, God, it's like the, the movie Snowpiercer where they're eating the cockroach bars and you're just, that's what it is. It's a fucking hockey puck now. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think we're going to start eating bugs over here? I think the they're going to make a new form of paste that's going to be cheap as shit and people are going to love it because it tastes like burger, but it's not going to be burger. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be high protein. And then I bet a bunch of people are going to die from it in the beginning because they're getting stomach viruses and intestinal cancers because of the fact they haven't figured out the right process to, to make the puck properly. we figured it out 10 years in we did lose a million people (laughs) who's your uh your current crush your movie crush about this i'm not talking about this on air it's always jennifer aniston always always no one's you know you know i like what i like and i don't change what i like but she is getting on a bit robbie she still looks the same Uh, i don't know about that I think she looks a bit like Iggy Pop, to be honest. No, how dare you? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, Mariah Carey. Oh, right. And then that's about it. I don't like all the other ones. The other ones seem like they got something going on with them. Oh, wait. The girl that plays in Mandalorian. The wrestler? Gina, the one that was... Gina Carano? Yeah, yeah. Or do you mean um, um, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica? Um no, Gina Carano. Gina Carano, she would. She's uh, hot. She'd kill you as well. I don't care. You would. Uh, you would be dominated. Look, spiders when they <laughs> they kill. <them. laughs> you know where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. You would be the the hapless male who was executed once you've been used and your seed had been extracted. Just like the first episode we talked about, Mortal Kombat is all I'm aiming for. Oh God, I went back. I did. I went and followed your advice and watched the like the um, compilation of Mortal Kombat combat fatalities. It's awesome, isn't it? It's fucking wild. You wonder why believe. the kids are so shell shocked today. What chance have they got when they're being brought up on that? It's okay. They're gonna eventually turn into um, AOL computers, so we yeah. don't have to worry a whole lot. Yeah, bring it on. Humanism, transhumanism 2.0. Sign me up. I hope YouTube doesn't flag that, this video. Why? We didn't say anything controversial, did we? No, but you're playing something that's owned content from somebody else, so when they check it, they'll block that. No, they'll just demonetize it. Okay, cool. I get this often because I play... I'm um, popular on anything. That is enough for me to be monetized, so... I play a clip from The Witcher like every week on our podcast. Why that one? Um, you know, when we ask for donations. Yeah. You know, it's when we're doing our housekeeping. And I say, come on, send us some donations. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Toss a coin. Oh, valley of plenty. Oh, valley of Can I, plenty. All right, so with my setup that I have, it's a Behringer. It's yeah. for four microphones, but I'm using it for one. I have a cloud lifter in so it doesn't explode it, and I don't have it turned up all the way. Do I need that little button pad thing with all the light-up buttons on it to be able to – what does that do? Or is that – not? I don't need that because I want to get it to sound it better. I feel like it sounds good, but it doesn't sound as good as it should be, maybe because I'm not talking up to it like this. No, it should be a fist away from the mic. So you're not, you're not too far away from the mic. You're fine. So maybe my life is just messed up. No, I, I think your audio's fine. 
the roadcasters okay. just for um well it's easy to use and it's got the sound banks on it we play we play a lot of clips you see in the second half news clips and stuff i just figured you edit those in later i only listen oh, to God, the audio no. only no it's 100 percent live everything's live that's awesome the only so bit the fart it's on air yeah yeah the only bit I edit out is because we have an, the interview and then I fade the music down and then we talk to the interviewee and say, you know, when the show's going to come out and say goodbye and ta and whatnot. And then we start again once we've been to the toilet, basically. So I just make a quick edit there. But the actual what you hear is live. Yeah, there's no edits. Easy, easier that way. No editing to do, you see? Other than one little snip in the middle. Ooh, uh, That's exactly what they say before they circumcise you. One little snip in the middle. <laughs> oh, DMP. Is it everything you hope from and more? I wouldn't know. I'm a, I'm a cavalier. You're a cannonballer? Cannonballer. Does that you mean... You either said cannonballer or caviar. I don't know what you said. Cavalier. So, over here... If for circumcised and uncircumcised men, if if you're a cavalier, then you're uncircumcised, and if you are circumcised, you're called a roundhead. <laughs> so we have cavaliers and round roundheads. That's not what that means over here. <laughs> <laughs> What's a roundhead mean over there? I don't know. We should be talking these dirty things, you smooth <laughs> son of a. <laughs> Oh, I'm intrigued now. What's a roundhead? It is another name of a pecker. Oh, right, yeah. So, yeah, same thing. Cavaliers and roundheads. So a roundhead is a circumcised pecker. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like a <laughs> arms across the Atlantic. Culturally. Did you want to measure for the video watchers? Measure what? Our penises? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> that will get you banned on YouTube. <laughs> that will change it, but I'll have new monetization options with OnlyFans. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you going? Are you going to start one? You start an OnlyFans. Tom Holland. Um, Tom Holland, the real one. Has he got an OnlyFans? No, that's my profile. Is Tom Holland's OnlyFans? Oh right, okay. And From the waist down. How often do you post? I just show ankle videos. Right, and uh, how's the support? It's, it's okay. It's okay. It could be better. It's doing better than the podcast, sadly. So <laughs> Damn. Well, maybe you just need to spice things up a bit. Maybe show a bit of carve. Maybe the show should just end here. <laughs> Last episode ever. Forever. Out of the blank. Well, on that note, I'm going to have to go oh. soon, Robbie. Oh, okay, I got to eat dinner anyway. Yeah, yeah. Good. All right. Anything you want to end on? No, no. I've, I've enjoyed our time yet again. Amish Inquisition. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of my podcast. If you want to listen to it, yeah, on Spotify, Apple. Yeah, everywhere. Um, yeah, wherever everywhere. you're listening to this, it'll, it'll probably be there. If you like shows that'll make you think with three Amish hosts, that's how you do it. And if you really like to look at um, Amish Phil's wonderful studio that he has built with his bare hands, because that's mm. how the Amish people do things. That's right. Um, uh, and also, he's taking donations, too. If you want to donate as much as you possibly can, all your money, just just take all the equity and mortgage out of your home and give it to him. Absolutely. He will, 
use it to make sure that we are all going to be eating pig's blood at our next breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, so tosses a coin. <laughs> Why coins? <laughs> this makes sense. I'd rather have bills. Hundred dollar bills. <laughs> well, it's been has stopped. That's oh, good fun, Robbie. Nice to see oh, you again. Having a, pretty good for an hour forty minutes almost. Was it? Bloody hell, yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? Time flies when you're talking about Bill Gates and the world going to shit. <laughs> He's gone right, quiet. I got to post an episode and I got to take a piss. I will talk to you soon, my boy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Nice to see you again. Have a wonderful night, my friend. I hope you dream well and I hope you get some use out of those, uh, whatever you're wearing, sweatpants. Or oh, tits. I thought you were going to say the tits. Do you really sanitize your hands? I feel like yeah, they never went down from the first day you've used them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you fill them up from the back with hand sanitizer. Be 100% honest. Do you ever yep. squeeze it? Do you have to put it? All right, so do, when you squeeze it, it comes out? Yep. Do you Have you tested what? how much of a pressure you have to apply till the Germex starts coming out onto your hands? Depends how full they are. <laughs> If they're if they're if they're full to bursting, then just a little a little oh, a little God, fondle, like the real thing, a little fondle will make them leak. <laughs> but that when they're they're, me out. they're like a quarter full now, so you've got to really fucking knead knead them, <laughs> like you're like you're making a lot, <laughs> elbow, like you're elbow making a top of the tip. yeah, like you're needing a fu- fucking loaf of bread to get any juice, any tit juice out of him. Why aren't we recording this, Robbie? <laughs> you know, let's get off. <laughs> right, oh, I'll let you go, my Dr. friend. Three Nevy's gonna watch it, and she's gonna be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> All right, I'll talk All to right. you later, Phil. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Bye.